When life bumps up against you, you have the choice to pucker up and put on a sour face or mix it up with ingredients like resilience, persistence, and grace into the delectable concoction only you can serve. We are Greer McVeigh and Whitney Wiley, speakers, authors, and entrepreneurs. We're also sisters, and since we were children, we've made a habit of turning challenges into the lessons and launch paths of our lives. Each week, we'll discuss the recipes that will turn your biggest challenges into the building blocks of the successful and fulfilling life of your dreams. On occasion, we'll include experts and thought leaders who'll join the party and you're always invited to. Join us as we share the sweet highs and sour lows and every drop of life in between. Along with our guests, we help you shake and stir your own lemons into lemon drops. Welcome to the Life, Lemons, and Lemon Drops podcast. Hi, and thank you for joining us for another episode of Life, Lemons, and Lemon Drops. I'm Whitney Wiley. And I'm Greer McVeigh. Hi, Whitney. Hi, Greer. How's it going? It's going. It's it's going. I've been... As we record this, we're only a couple of days away from Christmas and you hosting yeah. the big holiday shindig. I am. Does anybody know? I didn't send out <laughs> any invitation. <laughs> I we know. talked about it. We talked about it at Thanksgiving. I was like, yeah, I'll host it. I don't think I've mentioned it since. Do people know they're coming to my house? You're, you're hoping nobody will remember? I remember. You can't get no, out. No, I'm of it. actually not hoping nobody will remember since I bought food. And I'm <laughs> okay, you know, and I'm cleaning the house. It's like, don't make me clean. And I bought a Christmas tree. So it's like you were going to buy. Well, you no, have a Christmas tree. I have so a, I even have a if tree you didn't buy, box. even if you didn't buy a tree, you still would have put a tree up, right? Yeah, but when people are coming, you should have a, a real tree. Ah, or okay. live tree is in your case, but a, a a real tree. So okay, awesome. Although it's leaning, it's not like a Charlie Brown tree per oh, se. Good Lord, oh. it's it's not <laughs> like it's not like a wimpy tree, like it's fallen over, but it's leaning, like the leaning tower of. That Cuba. just means you need to put something up under the other side to straighten it out. Well, it's in one of those. You just take some paper, you just take some paper, something to prop the other side up, and then the screws can hold it in, hold it in. Okay. Well, not a big deal. You know, I, I put my child it leaning. In, it's I the put leaning my child in charge of, of that. And he was like, it can't be done. I was like, okay, whatever. I don't care. It's the leaning tree of LO. So, it, there it, you is, go. <laughs> it is. The, it's, the, it's the low tree. It is a leaning tree. But I have been on the phone all morning, literally for hours this morning, trying to like handle stuff. So I've been working on, and we'll be talking about this more in the beginning of the year, but I've been working on several big sort of personal things that has taken up so much of my time, especially as we got toward the end of the year. And so then I looked up maybe a week ago and it's like oh Christmas is around the corner I haven't bought a single Christmas present I haven't done anything to prepare so now I've been scrambling over the last few days to get Christmas stuff in order but then now that I'm sort of starting to get Christmas stuff in order it occurs to me that all of my like household stuff has gone neglected so I'm scrambling before the end of the year and you know once you get toward the end of the year especially you know you've got the Christmas holiday and Christmas Eve and things are closed and businesses are you know Christmas is on Sunday this year but then the day after would be on the obviously on the Monday which is when most people would get the holiday so then you jump to Tuesday and then later in the week you've got New Year's Eve and New, you know, so it's like there are only three or four more 
business days left in the year is where I'm going. And it's, and everybody, of course, is, well, maybe not everybody. So that's why we're going to talk about it today, right? But so many people have so many sort of end of year things to wrap up that you should wrap up, that you should have probably started wrapping up back in September, but we're here to remind you, <laughs> you know, and the lemon drop will be, if you handle your business now, maybe you can start your 2023 with a nice clean slate and things that are set up to set yourself up for success in the new year. And that's exactly my why my words of the year for 2023 are clarity and freedom. Clarity and clarity freedom. And, freedom. And, and it comes from starting towards the end of the year. And I did start thinking about this last quarter, handling business, pushing people in my life to handle some business that needs mm -hmm. to be taken care of before the end of the year, because there are things that we're going to need. Tax season yep. in the United States is coming up, right? And so the way to not be handling your taxes on, on October 15th is to get everything in order. Done in, in, uh, for April 15th. So I, no, no October 15th, because you miss April 15th. The next thing you know, you're at October 15th. Yeah, I'm so saying so the best way to happening. deal with October 15th is to is not the, have to deal with it in the first with place. April 15th. Dealing with April 15th. Which means taking care of it now, yeah. right? Setting things up, making, start pulling things together now. And as we were preparing for this, there were some and and a conversation that we had that wasn't really in relation to this topic, but I think that set this topic in motion. And where we had that conversation was sort of first world problems, but in reality, it does create some other thoughts and things that you can do that just will make your life easier. Right. And so we had this conversation talking about credit card benefits, mm -hmm. right? You've got credit cards and if it, a lot of people will use their credit card to get their credit cards, to get certain benefits, travel benefits, cashback benefits, whatever you do that. And at the end of the month, you pay it off. You, you pay your bills with your credit cards. You're going to pay those bills anyway why not get points or some other perks for them? And then you pay them off at the end of the month and you end up with something a little nice for yourself. Uh, a couple of years ago, we went on a vacation that was fully paid for out of points, yeah. right? We stayed in a resort, um, that was paid for points on one card. We ended up, we rented a car that was paid for points from something else. And so it's possible to do that, but you need to stay on top of your benefits. And sometimes those benefits have deadlines like December 31st. <laughs> right? yes, and one of, and sort of what God is talking about this, one of those benefits Again, th th this means nothing about nothing except that it sparks some thoughts beyond sort of the the, the superficial is that uh, both of us have um, uh, Amex Platinum cards. And one of the benefits that comes with that is sort of shopping at sex. And it was something I didn't even know that you could do. I didn't even know it was one of the benefits. So we, I don't know, last year, I think it was, you told me about the benefit. And so it's like, what is available to you through the things that you are already doing yeah. that you can take advantage of? And so take the time. You've got a, a few days between now and the end of the calendar year. Take the time to figure out what those things are. Health benefits through your job, 
Well, let, wait, let's, but, but let's back up. Let's slow down. What? So, I mean, let's take these in categories, right? So we're talking about your credit cards because I think your health benefits is a whole other thing. And I think we should get to that, but let's focus for a moment on the, on your credit card benefits. Okay. Okay. So if you have, and like you said, we happen to both have the American Express Platinum cards. It gives you a whole laundry list of benefits. And as you pointed out, yes, Saks Fifth Avenue, you can get a um, a credit twice a year if you buy something at Saks Fifth Avenue. So even if you only buy, because there's no minimum purchase. So even if you only buy an item that costs what the benefit is, then buy it, right? Um, in addition to that, we were talking about chartering a plane. I don't think you knew, not that we're going to charter a plane, but I don't think you knew that chartered planes or discounts on chartered planes was an option. But if that's something that's in your, you know, wheelhouse, then that might be something you want to look at. But there are a whole laundry list of benefits offered, not just through American Express. I have several credit cards. All of them have some sort of benefits, right? Some of them, I think, um, you don't actually have to use the card. So uh, for instance, I have a Capital, I think a Capital One account, and they have a sort of a, whatever that Samuel L. Jackson advertises, right? It's, it's like, what's it's a your buying, book? it's a buying benefit where sort of it like looks honey for or... discounts, it, like honey. Yeah. Um, so even if you don't retail do... me not, it has discounts that you can use. Exactly. So even if you don't use that credit card to make the purchase, you could still get the, the, the rebate. Um, or the discount the, because it the, automatically searches for discount code if yes. you're shopping online. Yes. Yeah. So they'll give you a, a discount. They may give you a rebate. Um, you know, restaurants, if you're dining out, especially during the holidays, right? People are dining out. Maybe you pick up the check and use your credit card to pick up the check and then people can pay you via whatever, Venmo or Cash App or whatever it is, but then you get the benefits. I'm not saying to take advantage of your friends, but if somebody's got to be the one to, to pay the one check, you know, then maybe that's you. Might as, long as well as you trust be you. <laughs> as long as you trust everybody to to give you back their share or you pick up the check and just keep it moving. But again, those are the kinds of benefits. And as you said earlier, and I don't want to sort of gloss over this, I, you know, I use my, um, my credit cards to pay all of my household bills. I don't think I can pay my mortgage. I think technically, I think I can pay my mortgage but I think there's a fee associated with using a credit card to pay the mortgage. Oh, okay. And I, so I, and it, it sort of is counterproductive. I don't, I don't think it in the long run would be that much of a value to me, except on the American express card. If you spend $75,000 a year, I believe it's 75, you get, I don't know, you, you get whatever maximum, I mean, it, it ups you to a tier that then you tap into some whole other benefits. I'm not quite that close, but if I pay my mortgage through my credit card, you know, that's, and those are the kinds of things that we're saying now, this time of year, go ahead and do the math and calculate it and figure that out. And maybe going into 2023, that might be something you want to do. You should also, however, part of that is to it your helps, accountant. It helps to streamline and it and simplify your life, which is it really the, does. Right. You when you one... can pay all your bills on a set to put it, put it in one place, get it paid off, set it up, and do it automatically. It but just you makes have to your pay life credit card simpler. Off. You do have to pay the credit you have to pay card. The credit off, card. But that's Remind still yourself. only yeah. that's still you make yeah, the no, absolutely. payment. I just don't want people, you know, because sometimes we might have a tendency to be like, oh yeah, I'm gonna pay it off at the end Nobody's of the month and then we don't. That. Oh, maybe that's me. Um, you might want to talk to your tax, to your accountant. I don't know in terms of, you know, writing off what you can write off and credit card interest rate versus uh, 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 
mortgage interest and other kinds of things like that. So there may be some considerations. But that said, um, you know, that is a way, and then you're getting all the all the points on your credit card uh, for the credit card usage, but you're paying it all off and you were gonna pay it anyway. So I, that's something I just wanna sort of reinforce that that particular message. But in addition on your credit cards, again, uh, whether you get discounts and, and then you can stack them sometimes. So you may use, uh, you know, get a discount from one place, but get a rebate from your credit card and then get points from some other thing. But all of that, it, and it is more than a notion. I would, if I had the patience, which I don't, I don't have the patience for my own, but if I had the patience to to really figure it out, that is a actually a good business model for somebody. And I think there are some people out there who do who like manage your loyalty points and programs and things like that. But making it all work together. When we went to uh, Europe, like you took your trip and stayed at a resort and did the whole thing. When we went to Europe, because I have points in various places. I have points on Marriott and points at Hilton and points at Hertz and points at Avis. And, and I usually use the same sort of two or three different things, but I was able to sort of mix and match enough that we just didn't have to pay that much out of pocket for various things. So, um, but again, take the time. And now if you've got a few days off, at the end of the year, uh, you know, over the holidays, you know, don't spend all of your time on this, but maybe you take a, a morning and really sit down and look at, you know, go through your credit cards and look at the benefits. I didn't know something I'd learned recently. I thought you told me, but you said you didn't. Um, Best Buy has a thing called, what's it called? Um, it's not the Geek Squad. Total, I think it's called Total Rewards. Or total something. I'm not advertising Best Buy, so I don't have to remember. But they have a program. If you buy, it's like $200 a year, $199 a year. But if you buy things from there, they'll actually, I think you get like faster delivery. You get longer time to return it. But you also, they will install it or assemble it or mount. If you buy a TV, they will mount it for you. Some of those kinds of things, I need ceiling fans in each of my rooms. Well, if I could have somebody, you know, get it quickly, have it mounted or installed or whatever, that could be electronics, alarm systems and all that. Know what, know what it is that you have because you're paying for it. You're paying for it, you know, whether it's in a service fee or in the interest that you pay or in the whatever, you're paying for it one way or the other. You might as well take advantage of those benefits and a lot of times they assume people are not, which is why. Which is how they make their money. <laughs> which is how they make their money. People are not getting what they pay for. The final point I want to make is about, um, you know, and there have been a lot of changes lately with the airline. I think you and I had this conversation offline about the um, the lounges at the airport. And apparently because of COVID, people weren't traveling. So they were doing all these things to incentivize people to either travel or to use the lounge or they were loosening the restrictions or you know, lowering the number of points you need, all those kinds of things. Well, now that everybody's traveling, they're being like really like they're starting to claw back those benefits. So if you know, whatever kinds of things you might have had that made some changes on the front end of COVID or in the middle of COVID. Now they're, I think they may be sort of regretting it. And they're, you know, I went wine tasting one day and they're like, oh yeah, we no longer, the tasting is no longer free. If, even if you're a member and they presented me with a bill for $240 for me and my guests. And I'm like, oh, I, I didn't know that. And they were like, well, we sent you an email. Well, go through, you know, go through your email, go through your, you know, whatever your, your, um, you know, I think a lot of people, well, if you're like you, 
you no longer get a paper bill with all the inserts and things. Right. I know you are efficient enough to pay your bills online and, you know, but I think you still, I still get paper bills. So, but I don't look at the insert, take the time to look at the insert. But even if you do it electronically, you still get an electronic version of the, of the inserts. Correct. 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 So look at all that stuff, see what's changed, see what you, what's working for you. What isn't, if you've got multiple accounts or duplicate duplicative benefits and things like that, maybe time to drop something, add something, enhance another thing. So just give all that some thought. And we can move on to healthcare and some other kinds of benefits if you don't have any further. Go on to, go on to healthcare. No, I think you covered that. <laughs> well, I, well, again, I spent this morning online um, changing a few things and yesterday I went to Target to buy something and I have a Target red card that's a debit card. It's associated with my bank account and it didn't work. Well, apparently they sent me a Target card, a new card. They changed some benefits or something and they sent me a new card. They said back in February. I'm like, Lord only knows where the, where that card is. I'm sure I haven't lost it, but who knows where it is. So I ended up having to, to pay a different way. It's I, I just paid out of pocket. But that means I didn't get the discount that you get when you use right. the Target credit card. Right. So I called today to ask to order a new card. I'm like, oh, this doesn't work. Can I get a new card? And while I was doing it, I was like, and by the way, I want credit for that. I want the discount that I should have gotten yesterday. You know, which again, People, most people wouldn't think to ask for that. And it wasn't that much. It was just a few dollars. But if a, a thousand people chump off a few dollars, that's thousands of dollars, tens of thousands of dollars that they're making that the consumer should be getting. So, um, you know, so when you're making your phone calls and at the end of the year, make a list of, you know, what benefit have you not gotten? What thing have you not done? What have you not used? And especially when you think of the term, use it or lose it, that is that should trigger something. So most of us who have healthcare benefits from our, especially from our employer, and you pay into like an, an FSA uh, account, you know, those are use it or lose it. So now is the time of year that people, even if you have $7 left, go buy something that costs $7, go buy some Band-Aids or go buy some, you know, a bottle of rubbing alcohol or whatever it is. Even if you have to spend $10, an extra $3 to get the seven, don't leave the $7 on the table, right? True, so, if, if you were, if it was particularly, if it's something that you need it, Anyway, we're going, going to, to buy. Use. You're going to buy yeah. anyway. I, I, I'm, I'm with you on the, the leaving benefits on the table, um, and it may be more difficult a week out, right? That's why you wanted to start this, you know, earlier in the year. Dental benefits, where yeah. you know anything where it's on a, a calendar base, calendar year yeah. basis. And a lot so of employers have benefits, already processed their right dental benefits, you're, you're vision done. benefits often do that. Um, where if you don't use it by the end of the calendar year, you, you start fresh, but you lose out on what you could have gotten this year. And so it, it, that used to be an issue with glasses. Yep. Right. You, you don't get your glasses or, you know, in my case, contact lenses um, in dental. I don't have those benefits through an employer anymore. So it's less of an issue for me. And uh, like my dental benefits now are directly I purchase the plan directly from my dentist. And it, oh, okay. it, it but so it rides from the date that I used it that they okay the, so it's a contract year that you have it's a contract a year. year and it okay it, and it matters right it just doesn't matter for me at the end of december but if it does matter for you at the end of december then now's the time <laughs> and if it doesn't matter if you're on a if you're on a a um 
you know, a, a contract year or a fiscal year, then make a note of it. Use this time to make sure you're on top of it, that you remember, you know, we've got, I've got, uh, I went to get some, I got new uh, vision benefits in the course of the year. I went last week, to, I was like, I'm just going to get a new pair of glasses. Well, it turns out the new vision benefit is not good. So I opted to just not, <laughs> just not get them. It was like, okay, that's not worth the, 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 time the rush to get those but as long as you pay as long as you pay you know put in the order and pay then you're probably fine right um but your vision your dental most a lot of dental uh coverage you might get a thousand dollars or maybe fifteen hundred dollars a year and you know many people you know, only go twice a year, get a teeth clean, get a checkup and a teeth cleaning, don't have any problems. And that's great, you know, if there's no other dental work that would be covered, right? And there's very little that's covered at 100%. So if you're just going to make up, oh, I'm going to go get whatever, my teeth cleaned, or like a, a, a whitening or, poly, you know, that kind of a up upscale kind of a benefit that's only covered at 50% or 25% or whatever, it may not be worth it. So you have to give that some thought, but again, make a list of what you've got going on. And, and then from there, you know, get on the phone and start doing what you, you know, the do. other thing along that line, it's not necessarily, a, are you done with the health related? Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I was thinking of something else and I ordered them this morning. Um, so I use a, a planning system that is broken into quarters, right? First quarter, mm -hmm. second quarter, third quarter. So if I don't have what I need before the beginning of the quarter, then I sort of can't do the planning on track. Yeah. So the other thing just to think of whether you're in business or you're an employee, you know, an entrepreneur or an employee doesn't matter. When it comes to your planning, what are the things that you're going to need early in the new year so that you can hit the the ground running, right? This is not about resolutions or goal setting or anything. This is just the the, the ordinary course of business. Mm -hmm. And so um, I have my planners, um, but I'm I'm going to be doing a new system that uh, using a new system that is about se setting up your morning um, for success. So I have a system or routine that I currently use. It doesn't involve some some. I'll just say some aspects that I've been looking to include. And so I am going to be trying out a, a new system that will incorporate the things that I've already been doing and bringing some new things on board. So if that's something that you've been thinking about, um, I think I, I will put the a link in the show notes that will give I think I have an affiliate code um, for it. So I will put the link in the show notes. If it's something that you want to check out to help you get a little more organized, to help you start your days right, uh, now's the time, right? The, the, the bottom line is now is the time. Taking advantage of what you have available and coming to you for 2022, but also to get set up for success for 2023. Mm -hmm. Okay. So another thing that, um, that comes to mind are, um, and this is sort of along the lines of setting yourself up for the future um, so these are not necessarily things that would pertain to the past or that you need to wrap up. But if there are other kinds of discounts or benefits or things that you're eligible for, that you, you know, maybe 
for instance, um, you know, we're here in the Bay Area where we have PG&E, Pacific Gas and Electric, but they have a, a discount program, um, an income-based uh, system. I think they also have something for seniors. I'm not sure. Um, because I don't know that I can that I'm a that I'm considered a senior yet, but if you can get twenty percent, fifty percent, or whatever off of your utility costs or your water usage or your uh, phone, you know, whatever kinds of services it is that you use, do that again. Get on the phone or get on their website and look and see if you're eligible for those kinds of things. And while, again, this may not be something you can do, it may be something you, you could do retroactively, I don't know, you can always ask, but even if not moving forward, why not go ahead and sign up for those kinds of services? And while you're at it, uh, if you're in an area, whether you're in California, the Bay Area or the PG&E service area, where we are subject to the, to the blackouts, um, and you can put your name, you can sign up to get the alerts. Even if you're not in our area, wherever you are, your local utility company, police department um, may have a similar kind of program where you can get yourself, um, you, where you can sign up to get information about you know what wrote the nixel you can use nixel or whatever where you can get information about road closures about power outages um and other kinds of of public service announcements and emergency services you know certainly if you're somewhere where they have hurricanes or um tornadoes and we have earthquakes and all of those things it's like get your again get yourself set up for success moving forward i like that and it and it's it whether you're senior or it's income based or whatever i i yeah. i i hope the bottom line of this is that thinking ahead planning can help you take advantage of all the resources, right? The opportunities, the perks, the resources that are available to you. Mm -hmm. um, and, and that, you know, that's one of those things that we don't stop to think about enough. Does your employer have an EAP program? Yeah. Right. What are the aspects of the EAP that you could avail yourself of? Um, estate planning. Right. If you don't have a will or a trust, yeah. if you need um, some sort of, you know, therapy or uh, a health coach comes along. Well, they'll with even that. help you with your if you just if you need to find a babysitter or elder and care. You, right? They'll help you find providers. Financial planning. Yeah. The whole um, purpose of an EAP program is basically to keep employees from having to spend their time at work. Spending five hours handling, all day. <laughs> handling their business <laughs> and instead hand that off to somebody and let them do it. And, you know, and, they, and I have used them. And they generally do a good job of finding, you know, they will find providers who do the service and, you know, to make that a little easier. I've used it for, to find childcare and, and, mental health care and other kinds of care and along those lines also there's AAA. I don't know if there are other I have AAA, so I don't know I assume there's some other insurance providers or other companies that provide those same kinds of services and discounts but AAA seems to be a pretty big one where you're getting you know um, discounts on so many things right you're getting discounts right. on on you know vehicle repairs and travel hotel costs and uh you know there's just a, a just myriad products and services out there or uh, uh what do you call it um for older people uh um what's that association you belong aarp oh aarp <laughs> yeah they that they i too belong have, to you belong huh? to i belong you to belong aarp to. But I usually get a bigger discount on AAA, so I, so I'm not 
picking one over the other, plenty of people don't have AAA. Um, but yeah, I mean, by all means, tap into those things and use those uh, AARP, obviously, because they cater to seniors. They have a lot more things that, that apply to seniors. And don't forget while we're at it and talking about AARP and discounts to go to, you know, wherever, I don't know, Denny's, do you get a birthday deal? You get a, like a free, you know, blue plate special There are, special all, there or are something? all kinds of goodies that come along. <laughs> yeah. With, well, yeah. Like, I, and it's one of those things. It's funny that you mentioned that because there is a an age gap between myself and my husband. Um, but we never think to, even though we both belong to AARP and I'm old enough to be in AARP, have been for a decade now, uh, but he's in a whole other decade, yeah. but we don't ever stop to, th you know, stop to think, is there a senior discount? Yeah. It's like, right? can I get because my scoop of ice cream? Mostly because <laughs> neither one of us thinks of ourselves as a senior. But yeah. the point is taking advantage of the resources and the perks that you have available to you. And so I don't have to buy into being old in order to take advantage of that. I don't have a problem getting my free drink from Starbucks on my birthday or Pete's or whomever, yeah. right? I shouldn't, I should take that same attitude in other yeah, you're lucky that you had a life. birthday to get to, to absolutely have the thing so by all means no absolutely <laughs> you know as a matter of fact donovan and i were at i don't know goodwill or you know one of those we were at a thrift store of some kind and and the lady i, I guess she didn't want to insult me but she's like, by chance, are you are are you over? I don't remember the age. If she said fifty two or fifty five or fifty, or she said some age, and I was like, yes. And she was like, oh, you get a discount. It was like twenty percent off. Granted, whatever we were buying was like I don't know three dollars, three dollars anyway. <laughs> you know? But it, you know, but every, but that's the point, right? Is that every little bit counts? And if you know, some of these things right will now, show you at right? the end of the year how much you yeah. save. And if you could line all those up, you may look up and say, you know what? I saved $2,425 this year on, you know, a hotel discount, a car thing, a this or that, or, you know, whatever shopping. And once you add all that up, especially if you have like a big year, I had a pretty big year last year because I bought a new house, right? So I am looking at money that I saved quote unquote saved, maybe the price, they jacked up the price and then, you know, but I bought my refrigerator. I think it was like, I don't know, $800 off. And I shopped, I looked and looked and looked until I, and, and then I waited for it to be on sale. I bought a piece of exercise equipment the other day that claims to be $2,800 before tax that I got for $300 or three or $400 or something like that. And then you because, got it installed for free. And I got it installed for free. I got it assembled, assembled. delivered, and assembled and installed for free. So, you know, so the, the $200 that I paid Best Buy for their service is just, you know, it, that just paid for itself as far as I'm concerned, right? That so sounds like the, it the, did. So the... <laughs> And so the, the point of all of this is, you know, that there are things you can do to save yourself money. Now, then the question becomes, what do you do with that money when you save it? Do you just bank it? Do you pay it forward? Do you, you know, roll around on the floor in it? Do you, you know, all of that, you put it in do, the bank. And if I saved work? enough, I could do all of that. <laughs> So, you know, I sent you a couple of days ago, uh, somebody had posted online um, some little story. It was like their their boss gives them their staff, I guess, each year a Christmas card or a holiday card with a $100 bill in it. And the boss is like, you know, enjoy it. Do, you, do something nice for yourself. Or if you can afford to, if you don't need it, 
pay it forward. So this person was posting on their, I think it was LinkedIn. Um, they po they were like, oh, I look forward to having this extra money, right? It's not money out of your pocket, but it's money that you could have. But they're like, I look forward to giving it away, to gifting, to paying it forward. And, you know, and if you think about, you know, maybe a, a server at a restaurant who's running around and people are yelling at them or the baristas at your local, you know, coffee spot or, you know, even the, the guy at the corner that's offering to wash your windows, you know, for, you know, it's like, no, don't wash my windows, but here's a hundred dollar bill. I mean, that would, you know, that, what that would do for someone for, you know, you don't know what it might do for someone. And, and because you don't know, um, you're, what's the word I want to say? Because you don't know, you know, we might not think to do it or we might not, we just sort of take it for granted. But the reality is somebody might be having a really hard time or they're trying to buy, you know, Christmas gifts for their family or their kids or the difference between, you know, their kids getting a bicycle and not, or a new coat even, right? I mean, that's what some people, some people get very, very practical gifts for Christmas. Maybe they get one toy and the rest is clothes and shoes and jackets and things like that. But that could make that difference to somebody. Right. So if you're in a position and while I might not give the whole hundred dollars somebody, maybe I'd divide it and get five $20 bills and then give them to different people. And again, that doorman that you see in your office building every day who greets you with a smile as you walk on by, or your mailman who's out there in the sleet and the cold and the snow delivering your mail, or your sister Greer who just is, you know, struggling single mom trying to make ends meet <laughs> you know okay. they really appreciate <laughs> I thought I'd slip that in and see if you were listening oh I'm listening <laughs> I hear you it's um and, and what uh, this is an aside this is just an aside okay. at what point are you gonna not still be a single mom your kids when grow I get married your your kid is grown. When I have to stop, I know you are still homework. a mom. I know you are still a no, mom. No, when I when I get to stop paying oh. for his care and helping <laughs> oh. him with his homework. Oh, okay. okay, you know we were his up homework. Night okay, at at I don't know eleven o'clock, registering for classes because okay. he needs, that's he needs fair. He needs to take a class in order to graduate on time. He needs to take a particular class and the class is full. So he had to go to the dean to get like some special waiver. So, so she said, by the time she sent the email yesterday evening at like, I don't know, eight o'clock or whatever time it was, it's like, well, this is, this code is only good for 14 hours. So you got to do it now or well, by then. Three of the hours had passed by the time we saw it. So anyway, the fact that I'm up registering for classes, uh, cleaning up messes, paying for stuff. Fair enough. And as long as I'm paying the, the this tuition bill, which so apparently forever. I'm paying so <laughs> until the day I die, forever. <laughs> A single until unless I get married, and then somebody's like, "Yeah, Greer, let me take on that debt with you." Right? Yeah, okay. I sure that I'm, with that I'm one. like an attractive <laughs> candidate, right? That's probably why I'm single. Um, good luck with that one. Exactly. Okay. So, now, fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. So yeah. All right. That well, well, cool. that was side, but so I no, I like wait, the story. But, then, but wait, let me just throw that in there. If you've got um kids right your kids are still covered under your health insurance and all that until 26 so you know pay attention one pay attention to you know when they're going to turn 26 especially if it's within the next year or so 
But beyond their that, what is it that they need? Are you setting them up? Are they going to have a job when they turn 26? Will they have their own benefits? Is it less expensive? Is it more economical to take them off of your insurance and maybe put them on their own insurance? And maybe it makes sense to do that. Like with Donovan, my understanding is that you, you're, you're that excess amount of money that male children pay for auto insurance um, is reduced after with after three years with no no accidents. Well, Donovan has been driving, I don't know, five years now, right? So he doesn't have any. Maybe it makes more sense for him to get on his own insurance. And then by the time he's, you know, in a couple of years, maybe my insurance will come down enough and maybe he could get a different kind of insurance or a different kind of rate and he'd be on his own, <laughs> his own insurance. So, you know, I mean, of course I get the multi-policy discount, but again, those are things, whether you talk to a tax preparer or your accountant or just sit down and, and really do the math. And I think often we don't do the math. I think I heard you say yesterday when we were talking yeah. about something that you had, you know, I'm not out in you and your business, but it was like, you know, I really sat and added it all up instead of just calculating a sort of a rough number in your right. head. Right. Like, Let me no. put this on a spreadsheet or in a calculator. It, it, it was painful. And it was, and it was like, oh, <laughs> it was painful. Yes. Like, what is that? So <laughs> like, where did that come from? Was was the 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 bottom line. But absolutely doing the math, um, not burying your head in the sand, not thinking that it's going to all take care of itself. And I and speaking of not outing someone, my husband turned 65. Um, a couple of months ago. And so, you know, over the course of the last few years, we'd been doing the math when it was going to be the right time for him to draw his social security. Right. And should mm -hmm. he wait? And are we in a position where he wants to wait? Well, one so of the is things it, that it's comes- So is it 65, it's 62, 65, 67, you can, or you 70? Can, it's, sort of sort like, of the... it's sort of like purse, right? You can okay. go, there's a minimum age at which you could do it. You get so the minimum less. is like 62. The closer you get to 65, 67, I think 67 is like the full on. Okay. And then oh, I thought it, was it, 70. it tapers off. Okay. It tapers okay. off. Well, and it depends on when you were born. And then it oh, tapers okay. off and, you know, but you have to, but you have to do the math to figure out, well, one of yeah. the things that happens when you turn 65, right. And I've got a while before that happens. We have through my, the job that I retired from, we have medical, um, but at 65, Medicare becomes primary and that becomes the backup. Mm hmm mm hmm whatever it's not called backup but the the secondary, the secondary. plan okay uh -huh. right well he turned 65 well they don't care whether you choose to get in med they're going to send you a bill for medicare if you don't do the things that need to get done oh okay. and so we have been mostly him but we have been working to get those things done one of which you go to social security they want a birth certificate, an original birth certificate, right? Oh. I, you didn't need an original birth certificate when you started taking money out of my check. <laughs> when you've held on to my money all this time, but now to give me my money back, yeah. you want to, you, you, you know, you've got, and if that's going to be an issue through. or if it's going to take time because you're from some other state or whatever. Exactly. And so yeah. sort of working through because at the end of this year, they're going to send the bill, the, uh, the health player, the health care plan that we have that he's going to have through Medicare. So he's keeping the same plan, but Medicare will, they're going to send okay. the bill. So, okay. but in order to keep from getting a bill, he needs to have that work through social security. So it, it, again, it's another one of those things that makes the point, staying on top of your business, staying on top of 
your perks, your the resources, doing, taking the time to do the math, not sort of burying your head in the sand and thinking it's all going to work itself out, which it probably will work itself out, but it's not going to work itself it out without you. It's not going to work itself out without you doing your part. Yeah. Right. So yeah. there's, yeah, it'll, it'll work be out fine. if everybody just sends you a bill and you pay it. It will be fine. <laughs> Right. Yeah. It's, it's not a huge thing. It will be fine, but it's only going to be fine because you've done your part. So yeah. that's, that's that. But I wanted to get back to your charity story and l- let us wrap up there um, with the $100. I've not had that as, <laughs> as an option. Um, that's not something that happened in any place I've ever worked. Um, where somebody did that on a regular basis. But I will say this, in, in terms of the, the way I approach sort of the giving aspect and being in restaurants and you know other places where tips are typically expected, I, I, I'll put it that way, mm-hmm. is to remember that while I may not at every particular moment in my life be exactly where I want to be financially, that Mm -hmm. I am so much better off than others. And having worked in service industry in my past, Mm -hmm. right? Having a particular understanding of what it means for someone to dig a little deeper than the two dollars that they put on the table in quarters <laughs> oh lord right you remember those days oh i remember they, they put Spaghetti those quarters on there. this is your tip this is what you're getting no matter what you do no matter how well you do it i've that, had people put money on the table and then remove it like you know, start removing quarters start removing the quarters <laughs> so, yeah. start, you know that having something extra come my way I am I just feel like one of those people that will say you know I got a little extra I'm going to share that extra Mm -hmm. um I'm I'm not going to say necessarily that I would have given it all away um because I I do personally think the boss should be like here's 200 dollar bills you keep one pay the other one forward but I digress. Well, he gave you a hundred, keep 50 and pay the other 50 forward. So it's the same thing. You just want more. I get it. You're greedy. That's fine. Um, I don't think that's greedy. I think part of what a boss should be doing is saying, let me thank you. Let me do something for you. He said, That's, I'm doing this something for you. I'm if not you, doing it. Then if I'm going to make you feel guilty and have women no, call you if greedy. You, no, if you need it, if you need it or you want it, it's yours. Keep it, spend it, do with it what you want. If you are not in need, then feel free to pay it forward. I don't, mm-hmm. you know, I don't. Why is anyway. the, why is it the boss's responsibility for you to be generous? It isn't. So why can't the boss just give me the money? And if I why choose don't the to give boss it away, just give out the $2,000 and not involve you at all? How about Exactly. That? That's the okay. point. But That's I gave you $100 to do with what you want. Do with it what you want. Okay, but then I don't need your permission to give it away. Is my he point. didn't need it. It didn't. You didn't. Oh, well, you're you didn't guilt. Need it. But anyway, you didn't. go ahead. So, but I wanted to just share the closest that I've come to, to that. I and, and I don't know if I've shared this here before, but I had a boss. Um, I worked at a place. We had an employee of the year. It came with a cash gift of a thousand dollars. And my boss one year said that she was nominated. She knew she was nominated. She came to me. I don't think she told the entire team or her entire department, but she told me uh, we had a close relationship from the day we started working there um, and beyond when she became my boss. And she said if she got it, she was going to share the price with the, the entire team. Okay. Which I thought was really Probably cool. why she would win, because she's that, that kind it, of person. 
That is why she won. And as far as I know, to this day, she's the only manager that had ever won that prize. Usually mm -hmm. it was employees, but she was the only manager that won that prize. And to my knowledge, she's the only person who won that twice. She won it once as an employee, once as a boss. Um, and, and you're absolutely right. That's part of the reason why. Um, and then she did. She did share it. It didn't amount, you know, by the time you share it with, you know, seven people or however many, it wasn't a lot, but it was the thought that counted. Yeah. Right. It was the thought that counts. And I, and I just believe that. And I would imagine someone... that made you guys feel that much more appreciated or respected. And connected, yes. Connected, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and so she understood as much for the giver as it does for the receiver. Absolutely, she understood that she could not be the boss that she is, the one that was respected, not just by her department, but by the entire organization, because everyone in the organization got to vote for the nominees, right? That the nominees are laid out, and then everyone voted. So that that the entire organization recognized her. It wasn't just her team saying, oh, our boss is the best boss, but everyone recognizing that. Um, so her sharing it was saying, I could not do this without you. I can't be the best boss or be the boss that I am without you as my team. Mm -hmm. And so the, the, the bottom line on that is she was giving and in return, you know, it didn't amount to enough where it was going to make a difference in my life. And so sharing it, and it happens during the holiday time, they give the that prize out at the annual holiday party, um, meant sharing it with other people, right? Particularly while out having, you know, meals, uh, while out Christmas shopping or using it for Christmas shopping or whatever, um, because there was just a little extra to work with. And so in at this time of year, right, as we are winding down the year, winding up this sort of season of giving, this month of giving and love, if, if you have opportunity after you've taken care of all the business stuff that we've been talking about, um, and you've done the math, if there's a little something extra that you realize that you have or that you've created, right? A lot of times people make a point of setting aside a little bit of money every month, right? Every payday so that at the end of the year, you actually have something extra to work with, to give uh, with to use to purchase things to go ahead and and do that so um with that yeah yeah I just well let me just as a final point um we talk a lot about on lemon drops you know sort of the 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 the, the lemon the lemon drop right at the end of the lemon the lemon in this is, you know, a lot of times the little details of our day, the, the little businessy things, that that phone call, that follow-up, that email you need to send, those things sometimes get lost. We forget to do them. We think about it. Well, oh, I'll do it later. And a lot of times those things have a can build and sometimes they snowball. But they're always in the back of your mind right? They're always taking up space in your mental Rolodex or, you know, what they're taking up space back there and, and they cause stress and you may not realize the stress. You may not think about it or think of it as that, but when you wake up in the middle of the night and it's like, oh, did I do this? Oh, I forgot to do this. And, you know, and those things are just building and building and building. It, it's like, uh, yeah, my advice is if you if anything keeps you up at night, if you can wake up, do it, get it out of the way and then go back to bed. At least then it's done. Um, but this is one of those things that, you know, you look up at the end of the year and now you've got a sort of a deadline. 
And just a few more days, we have maybe a, about a week left in the year, maybe a week and a couple of days, but only four or five, three or four or five business days. So take care of the stuff, get it off of your, get it out of your head, off of your mind so that you can spend the rest of the holidays just enjoying your family and your friends, your time off, if you got that. And, and you know, looking, taking in the, the lights and the sounds and all of that without that stress in your life and enjoy a lemon drop. Absolutely. So awesome. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. We hope you got something out of this that will help you to start to wrap up or continue wrapping up 2022 and then setting you up for the 2023 that will be the best year yet. So until next time, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, happy Hanukkah, happy Kwanzaa, and we will see you next time. Take care. Thanks for joining us for Life, Lemons, and Lemon Drops. If you like our show, please share with your friends. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on whatever platform you listen to this podcast. Your questions, comments, and feedback are welcome. You can find out more about us at lifelemonslemondrops.com. 